Hello, hello, and welcome to the Big Magic Equals Big Energy podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon. I'm an astrologer, an empath, empowerment mentor, and I'm a sobriety support coach. And on this podcast, I share all of the tools that I'm currently using or loving to continue to stay sober, as well as to continue to develop my skills as an empath, as an intuitive, and as a highly sensitive. And all of this is in an effort to hopefully inspire you and expand you to see what's possible for you as well in terms of intuition development, empath empowerment, and stepping into your most leadership-oriented self as an empath. So let's dive into the podcast episode for the day. Um, this is going to be another episode focused around a spiritual tool, uh, the spiritual tool of astrology. And I was going to talk about the retrogrades and how to make the most out of retrogrades. But I wanted to also let you know that next month, which will be September, I'm going to be creating a lot of episodes around sobriety support, sobriety conversations. So if you are sober curious or you're sober yourself, or you know of anybody who is sober, make sure to share this episode and this podcast with them because I'll be focusing a lot more on that in September. But right now we are going through a lot astrologically. We've got retrogrades left, right, and center. We're actually coming up to, I believe, depending on where you are in the world, but September 4 to September 6, just those few days, uh, we are going to have seven planets in retrograde. But even, you know, leading up to those dates and the weeks after we've got five or six planets in retrograde. So there's a lot going on astrologically, and I wanted to give you a little episode around how, how to make the most out of retrogrades and how to make the most out of spiritually intense times or energetically intense times that can, you know, depending on where it falls in your chart and what's going on for you, they can feel very challenging or they can feel very filled with pressure, filled with uncertainty or things like anxiety or depression or just emotional ups and downs can really be heightened during retrogrades, during times of, well, really deep transformation, which I believe retrogrades are what call, what is called forth from us. So during a retrograde, Essentially, it's an optical illusion. Uh, if you know a little bit about astrology, you will, you know, you might know a little bit about this where a retrograde is actually an optical illusion. It's just the way that the planet is positioned compared to our kind of line of sight on Earth. And it's an optical illusion that because of the, yeah, the way it's positioned and the speed that the planet is going at, it kind of looks like it's going backwards from our vantage point on Earth. So energetically and spiritually, that can give us this kind of energetic impression of, illusions, going backwards, retrogrades, old lessons, past um, experiences coming back up. And in the way that I have been taught around astrology, it's to basically heal or clean up or triple test that this old energy, this old habit, this old pattern, this old situation is no longer something you desire in your life or will accept in your life. And it can be anything from, you know, there's jokes around exes come back around in retrogrades, right? And that's pretty obvious. An ex is an obvious test, but it can also be things just personally, like an old, you know, habit like anxiety or an old habit like procrastination or waking up late or 
whatever. And anything that has been a pattern for you in the past that you feel you you've already overcome and then it comes back around, that is classic retrograde energy. And again, we're we're coming up to seven planets in retrograde and we currently have uh, a lot of planets in retrograde. I wrote down all the dates next to me to try to specifically say which dates, but with with seven of them, it's a little hard to break down exactly what dates, what's going on where. Um, and I wanted this episode to be more focused on the tools that you can use, regardless of if you understand what's going on in the skies or not, you, you know, you will, if you are feeling that retrograde energy, these are going to be the tools that I definitely use to support myself when I'm feeling intense retrograde energy and side note um there's just a lot going on <laughs> like uh the the full moon that's happening now we have a super uh full blue moon happening on the virgo pisces axis and i have south node and north node on virgo pisces pisces axis so i know because of my studies in astrology that there's a lot coming up for me um and if you'd like to get that detailed about you know your self awareness and your natal chart astrology awareness then i do have a course astro 101 it's only $22 and i purposely made it like a very digestible bite sized course so you can learn about it and it's linked in the show notes if you'd like to dive into that but even if you don't know all the details about natal chart astrology and what's going on for you on that specific of a level you can still use the energy of this time. I, I always say we are more powerful than we have been led to believe and we are more intuitive than we think. So um, I really believe if you're drawn to this episode and you're listening to this podcast, then there's a part of you that already intuitively knows there's something coming up for you. And all you got to do is employ these tools that I'm sharing in this episode to kind of enhance or harness the energy that's already there to support you. So the first tool that I have been returning to and I have found so it's so simple, but I really it's really one of the greatest one of the greatest tools that I have right now to increase self-awareness and increase my intuition. And it is journaling. Um, I know that that might be <laughs> I feel like I get a little bit saddened when I share deceptively simple tools. Maybe it's the kind of that I have a, a lot of Scorpio and things in my chart. I just want everything to be intense and deeply transformative. But truly, this is just a reminder to you that, as I needed the reminder as well, that journaling to any degree, whether you're kind of voice noting yourself or actually I've personally enjoyed kind of writing out. Um, I do the practice of morning pages. If you've uh, learned about that, it's by Julia Cameron. And basically you write out long form in the morning. You just write stream of consciousness. I do about two pages. She recommends five pages. And I just stream of consciousness, write out everything that's coming up for me. And what it's really taught me is to go even more deeply into shadow work, meaning uh, I've, I've done a lot of, I've done a couple of episodes around that, but basically releasing shame, releasing judgment and releasing kind of inhibitions around what I'm thinking or what's going on for me. I'm just stream of consciousness, writing out frustrations, aggravations, maybe even things that, wow, I can't believe I'm writing this. I can't believe I think this, but hey, it's there. It's on paper. And I just write it out and it's, genuinely like it's something that you can only practice 
Um, it's, it's not something that I can kind of do for you or a coach or any book can do for you. It's something that in the practice of it, I have come to see, and I've, I've seen this many times with others, you tap into this well of intelligence or wisdom in you that is not always, you know, is not accessible at other times when you're with other people, you know, journaling is this self-reflection of like, it's you with you, let's say, but as you continue to write and journal and stream of consciousness and awaken like the subconscious, it becomes you and your higher self, right? And if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I am strangely putting two hands up as if that identifies, um, but it, it's basically, it's you and you, and then it becomes you and your higher self. And it's like this channeling of wisdom and support and answers and understandings that I, I did not have before, even through, you know, meditation or therapy or coaching, like there is something very potent and powerful around kind of deep self-reflection through journaling. So I highly recommend, you know, it doesn't have to be forever and ever if, if you feel resistance to it, but really dive into that practice of journaling and journaling with total trust that, you know, no one is going to see this. No one is going to be looking through your journal. It's a place where you can really just let your thoughts flow. And I am genuinely rem like reminded and amazed by how God or source or wisdom can be channeled through us when we tap into these tools of like journaling or all the different tools that I share on this podcast. But even things like I will start sometimes, especially, you know, during times that I've been truly challenged and I don't understand what's going on or why something is happening. I will start with, you know, dear God, dear source, dear higher self, whoever you want to kind of tap into the energy of, you know, why is this happening? What is going on with this? And ask those questions and just see what comes through. Um, I've definitely found journaling to be a hugely supportive tool at this time. Um, and I think it will be very, very helpful for anybody going through intense retrograde energy where there's this kind of returning lessons, returning tests coming back. And I always say this, you know, even in cl with clients, like in coaching or in sessions of like, at the end of the day, no coach will know what's good for you better than you. So allow yourself to tap into your own wisdom and the your own way of understanding things. The second tool that I, again, is very deceptively simple, but I've got to share it, is truly reminding you and inviting you to have clarity and space. And what that looks like for me is really, really, truly moving slower, doing less, as much less as you possibly can, you know, and that might look like if you've got a busy schedule, that might look like uninstalling Instagram and social media for this time for a little while, or, you know, taking things off the schedule that don't need to be there, just really allowing yourself time to move slower because what retrogrades, especially a bunch of retrogrades like this can do is give us the illusion of, oh my God, we've got to hurry up, got to hurry up, got to do this. And it's this fast paced energy that can bring about this feeling of chaos during retrogrades. So, or during astrologically intense times. So really invite in the energy of clarity, the energy of spaciousness and consciously move slower um, throughout your day. 
And I would even add to this, if you struggle with this a lot, I do this, I put affirmations around me and on my phone. That's just something that I do because moving slowly, creating space and clarity is something that I do have quite a bit of resistance to. I've got a ton of planets and fire signs on my chart. I like to move fast. That's what makes me feel efficient, but that's not necessarily true. So I have affirmations like I'm, you know, I'm moving in perfect time. I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm doing enough. I'm all right. Like I really benefit from affirmation. So if you would like to lean into that tool to support you in creating more clarity and space for yourself at this time, that is going to be so, so transformative and helpful, especially during this time of so many retrogrades, so much going on astrologically. It is so imperative to make those moments of, you know, let God or the universe in for a little bit, for a little minute. You know, I'll be, I'll, I'll share a little story. I was rushing around so much this week and this might be a little strange, but last night I literally set my alarm for 3 a.m. because I was like, I, I haven't made any time to pray or connect to God or meditate. So I'm going to do it at 3 a.m. And that's what I did. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, we, we, I'm just sharing that in an endeavor to, you know, we find the ways that we can to create space and time and clarity to connect to whatever your higher source or self is. It might just even be spaciousness. Uh, but for me, it's a time to connect to like my higher self and God. And I do my very best to create more clarity and space at this time. And then the, the last thing that I wanted to share, these are two tools that are a little bit more, they might require, they might require some extra research or a little bit more of an investment, but these are two tools that I have been using that really support me during times of great change. And that is EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis. So I'll start with EFT tapping because I think it's the more accessible. They're both quite accessible. They just, you just need to do a little bit of research around them if you have not heard from them before. I also do one-on-one -on -one sessions around EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis. If you'd like to book a one-on-one -on -one session that is linked in my show notes. However, for the month of September, I'm pretty much fully, uh, my schedule is booked out, but you can book in for a one-on-one -on -one if you're curious to do that with me. Otherwise, both of these, you can Google, YouTube, find books. Um, and I also have some episodes on this podcast based around them. But EFT tapping is emotional freedom technique, and it's essentially tapping on meridian points on your body and repeating kind of affirmations or scripts to reframe the way that you habitually approach issues. Or, you know, for example, if you repeatedly get triggered to procrastinate, let's say, when you're feeling anxious, then I have used EFT tapping to repeatedly uh, reprogram and kind of soothe the nervous system as I reprogram and unblock, you know, even though I'm feeling really uh, anxious and stressed, reframing it so that I don't have to respond to it with a habitual pattern of procrastination. So I found EFT tapping really helpful during times where things have felt really intense, you know, alongside journaling and creating space and clarity, I've just found these more powerful tools like EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis have gone a little bit deeper into like really kind of reprogramming some of the deeper blocks that are coming up. Like, oh man, why? Like a typical example, right? For retrogrades. Oh my gosh, this X comes back. 
it's just an example. This hasn't happened, but it's pretty common where um, an ex comes back and, oh my gosh, I thought I was totally over this. Why is it back? And, oh my gosh, maybe I will take him or her back. And that's when those bigger heavy hitting tools can come in, like EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis or even therapy, where it's like, hang on a second. Why are you still triggered by this? Why are you still going back to that old pattern and that old story? So that's kind of the deeper layer of retrogrades when it brings back those kind of the deeper patterns patterns of, Ooh, that's a big one. You know, that's a little bigger to me than procrastination. This is like, Oh, I want to, I want to go back to this old comfort zone or this old thing, even though I had already decided that, you know, I'd already thought I'd moved on. So that, those are like the really bigger gifts around retrograde. So that's when I found tools like EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis and, you know, maybe therapy even, or coaching to move forward from those. But those are kind of like the gifts of retrogrades wrapped as challenges So EFT tapping has helped. And again, you can book a one-on-one with me to dive into that, or you can look into different scripts. Brad Yates on YouTube, I will link to him in the show notes, has amazing scripts for, I mean, he's got years, at least over a decade of, of EFT tapping scripts that you can just tap along to for all kinds of things, judgment, procrastination, uh, self-criticism, whatever. He's got them all and he's fantastic. So he's a really great tool that you can use if you're struggling or going through challenge at this time and you want to use that challenge as a gift as it's meant to be. Or you can go into the the heavy hitting subconscious hypnosis. I love subconscious hypnosis. It is uh, a little bit more um, you do have to go in depth into it, I feel, because you have to kind of go into a meditative state. You've got to be alone or you've got to do it with a practitioner. But I go through TBM or to be magnetic. I will link her in the show notes as well with Lacey Phillips. I'm part of her membership. Um, you can, and there's multiple different subconscious hypnosis. There's practitioners who can do this one on one with you. I also do this uh, to a degree in one on one with one-on-one clients, but I have found that using subconscious hypnosis through an app or through to be magnetic, I found that to be very helpful in kind of unblocking recurring blocks that come around during retrogrades. So those are the two tools plus therapy that I think can be really helpful if you're going through more deep, challenging times. And I've linked those resources in the show notes. Please make sure to check them if you are going through a challenging time, because you know, the, the fat, like we could look at it. I think there's different ways to look at astrology and you could look at, oh my gosh, there's so much going on astrologically. What a challenging time, or it can be, wow, there's so much going on astrologically. I'm, we're all really being collectively called to shift forward to, to up-level how we're manifesting our soul's purpose at this time on a, in a bigger way. And I think that astral astrology and retrogrades really call that forth from us. So it's it's a good time to really lean into tools to make the most out of it. So those are the tools that I'm leaning into during these retrograde seasons. So journaling, really leaning into clarity and space and making time for clarity and space, and then EFT tapping and subconscious hypnosis for deeper um, triggers or recurring blockages. Um, If you would like to learn more in-depth about astrology, I've got an Astro 101 class in the show notes, and then I've also got one-on-one sessions if you would like to dive deeper. All of that is linked in the show notes. Otherwise, that is it for this episode, and I will be back next week with a sobriety 
support focused episode. I'm very excited to tap back into some more sobriety focused episodes. So I can't wait to meet you next week for that. Bye for now. Make sure to like review and share this episode if you enjoyed it.